Hey listeners, this is Caleb, part of the pit crew at Web ROI, and we're here to help you win the race online. Now we've created this podcast to help business owners and managers like yourself crush their marketing and get the best return on their investment. So join Denise and me as we detail the must-haves for an incredible marketing strategy. To learn more about us and what we offer, visit webroi.ca. Hello, everyone, and welcome back, listeners. Thank you guys for joining us again for another one of our podcasts. Uh, Denise and I are going to be talking about your Google business profile, or what used to be called your Google My Business. Uh, and we're going to kind of get into- Or something. before that, Google Plus. Yeah, it's- Something it's, keeps many name. I know, as many name changes as B-Diddy. That's right. So it, it is an important aspect of, of a business and definitely important aspect of marketing. So today we're going to get into some details about what can be done about it, what the best way to kind of go about optimizing it and making sure that it's functioning properly. So where do we start, Denise? So your Google, I'm about to say your Google, <laughs> my business, your Google business profile um, is one of the fundamental SEO practices you can do. It's one of the first things you can do without um, even having to touch your website which is great. So if you don't have access to your website, you don't know who even controls it, this is something that you have complete control over. So what is it? What's your Google business profile? When you Google your business name or any business name, there's usually something that pops up on the right-hand side. Yeah, on the right. Right Right-hand side, on the right-hand side of your Google results, right? And it'll show your location. It'll show the map. It'll show the reviews. It'll show all of your information. Um, it's also something that appears in the maps. When you look at different businesses in the Google maps, you'll see all the listings there. That is your Google business profile. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting though, that it's not even just for physical businesses. Like if you don't have an actual storefront, you can still have a Google business profile. You can still have, you know, a map. It may not show your specific location, but it'll show your service area and where you service. So it really is for pretty much any business out there, regardless of size, regardless of, of, you know, what industry you're in, your Google, my business is pretty necessary. Yeah. And then, so how do we get a hold of it? How do you claim that listing? So if you're on, if you Google your naming, your Google business profile comes up, you'll see a little question mark that'll say claim listing there. And it'll take you through a process of uh, verifying your business. And typically what Google will do is send you a physical postcard in the mail to make sure that you are the owner of that business, that you will receive mail there with a code, which you then have to, it's the final step of your verification. It, it, we've had some, um, some hiccups with this. Of course, there are some other ways around it. So if that's not possible for you, if you can't get mail there, if for some reason your postcard not comes, like you can work with Google support that, you know, there's workarounds of like taking pictures of the building yep. of your signage or different things. Um, but typically that's how you would claim your listing. So there is a little sign up process and then it usually ends with a postcard in the mail. And then once you have your listing, you are free to go. You're good to edit it. You're good to put in all your information. So we're going to talk about some of those things that you can add to your profile to make sure that it is fully optimized. Yeah. So and that, kind of, sorry, go ahead. I know I was going to say, and that's starting with your info. So. Exactly. Yeah. So um, kind of starting out exactly like we said, it's, it's one of those first kind of touches for a business. It's your first opportunity to display your branding uh, almost in a, in a very simple way to do it, but the the number one thing that you want to make sure is accurate there is your name, your address, and your phone number. Now, there is some SEO implications to this, which we kind of briefly discussed in a previous podcast and we will do in a future one. Uh, But just ensuring that your name, your address, and your phone number are consistent across every listing on your website, pretty much anywhere online, it's actually going to help your SEO because Google is going to recognize you as that's the business with the correct name, the correct phone number, the correct address. So those are the first three. You really want to make sure that those are there and those are accurate. And then of course, you're going to want to put things like your logo as your profile picture um, and just and just 
make sure your profile is complete. So you're going to start adding things like your store hours or even your business hours. If you don't have a storefront, mm -hmm. um, the category of your business, this is a big one because this is what's going to help you show up in the right category searches. So if someone's searching plumbers in your area, you want to make sure that plumbing is one of your categories, yep. um, your service area. So if you don't have that physical address, you can put in all the areas that you service. These are great for our home-based businesses. What else we got? We got images you can put up there. So yes. um, images are huge because you can actually use, you can, you can upload any image that you'd like. So even if it's images that you've used on social media previously, images of jobs you've done, of your location, of your office, any of that can go up. But similarly, what will also be displayed sometimes is images from some reviews. So if people do actually leave a review with an image on it, they can actually, you can see that image directly in the images section uh, of, your, of your Google business profile. But we do always recommend, you actually have control over which images are shown. And as you upload new ones, those kind of end up at the top of the list. Uh, we do always recommend that you have high quality images, obviously showing something really beautiful that looks good about your business uh, and something that is your business and that is accurate to what you do. Uh, because again, if somebody does Google your business or even your industry and you're uh, Google business profile shows up, you want to make sure that you're displaying your business in the best way possible from the second they start to see it. Yeah. And your images are one of the first things you see when you do look at your business profile. So that's key there. Um, and then Google will also change features and change what information can be available based on what's going on. So for example, in COVID times, they, um, you had questions on, you know, was your, what kind of code big protocols did you have? Was there curbside site pickup? So they do yep. stay really relevant. So it's not just a set it and forget it. It is something you're going to want to constantly continuously go back in and make sure that you have all the sections filled out because that is the key component. You want to have as much information as you can out there. You can even set your holiday hours. So even yep. though your standard hours are nine to five, every holiday coming up, there'll be an option to set your holiday hours. So, okay, Canada Day, we're actually closed. And then it'll show on your listing um, closed, but in bracket that it's a holiday. So people know yep. that you're not always closed on the Monday, but only because it's a holiday. So keep going back to it. Keep making sure you're filling out all your sections. They've also added some really cool features in there. I think they have an appointment booking system yep. right in, um, for some of your businesses. So if you can take online appointments, there's that option in there. We have ordering i think i even saw or yeah some restaurants now can actually set up almost like a shop directly within their google business profile and you can order online or click and be taken directly to their like their website where you can order online right from the google business profile so if that's something that you offer for your business it's just another way to get people driven right to your website or drive like drive people who are ready to actually make a purchase from you so if if you have that opportunity to set it up do it and use it because it's going to be a huge help and these are all, these are numbers that we really want to pay attention to as well, because Google wants to deliver the information to its searchers as fast as possible, right? So if I'm looking for a business, I don't want to necessarily have to go to their website to find their phone number or go to their website to find um, their address or any of this information. So if Google can display all the information you have right through their Google business profile, that's what, like, that is their angle. That's what they're looking to do. And so when you're looking at um, your marketing success, or, you know, you're looking at your results from your marketing, some numbers that you definitely want to pay attention to are your Google Pro business yep. profile numbers, because it can be huge. If you see that there's been hundreds of people requesting directions to your place that month, right. Exactly. Then maybe that traffic didn't go to your website, but they got directions to go to your store, which is in my mind, a pretty good lead yeah. um, or a pretty good indication that this is definitely worth something putting effort into. I'm glad you brought that up because something that we've mentioned in a lot of our previous podcasts and discussions is about how the majority of people today are Google searching on their mobile phones. 
Well, on a mobile phone, you do have a Google My Business profile. It actually shows up right at the very top of the search result. And right on there, there's a button to click to get to someone's website. There's a button to click to uh, call them. So it'll, it'll open up the phone app on your phone and directly start calling the business. Or it'll give you that button that you can click for directions. And you click that and it opens up your Google Maps and it'll, it'll direct you straight there. So having that fully set up, making sure that everything is accurate, just gives people uh, more availability and accessibility to you and, and your information. And at the end of the day, it's one fewer click they need to take to find the information on your website because they can find it directly on Google. Oh, well, we could dive into Google Insights all day long because it's Google, they know everything. So you can look at the analytics of your Google uh, business profile. There is a Google Insights section and you can start to see how many times your profile search, um, your profile came up from branded searches. So if yeah. someone's searching you directly by name, how many people your profile showed up because of there was a category search, what were those category searches, how many calls you had. Like there is so much uh, insights just from your Google business profile not even going to touching at your website. So yeah, I highly recommend everyone pay attention to those numbers too and dive through your account that way. Yeah, I agree. So one of the one of the kind of biggest parts of your Google business profile that we've just briefly touched on is reviews. So mm -hmm. why are reviews so important? What what should businesses be doing to manage their reviews? Oh, who doesn't buy it from a business without reading a review anymore, honestly? Uh, your reviews will be front and center. So if you are looking for doctors in your city and or medical offices or whatever, and it shows up. And then all of a sudden you'll see with each of their listing, their review rating with it and how many reviews they have. Right. And so it's so easily displayed that you want to one, encourage that you have a lot of reviews and that you have a high star rating because yes, uh, the, the highest star rating is important, but I think people are also now really paying attention to the number of reviews. Yep. If you have six, five-star ratings to me, it looks really kind of shady. Yep. Whereas if you have 400, 4.7, like you're going to go with the one that has more accurate or just more people, um, I think rating you. Absolutely. And you've like, it's almost like if I'm, if I want to work with a business or I want to purchase a product and I'm checking the review or I'm checking their Google, my business to see if, you know, this HVAC company is good to work with. If I'm seeing, you know, 400, like four plus four plus star reviews, then I'm recognizing there are like at least 400 other people who agree that this is a good business. If I'm seeing, you know, 10 or so, and they're all five star, I'm immediately like, okay, this is a little bit fishy. I don't, yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. And what if you only have 10 and your like ratings of three, then we really have a lot of work to do exactly. because well, I mean, let's be honest, you're not going to please everybody. No one's going to have a perfect star rating yep. when you have a high quantity of reviews. So really, really important that when you do get some negative reviews or some reviews that are anything less than a five or a four, you'd want to respond to those, right? You want to in individually and personally respond to those, not just like an auto generated message yeah. that's super generic. Um, we encourage you to not get into, we call them review wars, where you start to have this large thread of back and forth. We don't encourage that at all, but just address that, you know, whatever happened or address the situation and then encourage the person to reach out to the store directly or to reach yeah. out to, um, giving different times that they can call or, you know, like kind of feel where they're coming from, understand yeah. them. And at least it shows other people who've come to that review later that you've taken the time and that you actually care you care enough, Chance, exactly. Chances are they're not going to call you back. Like, you know, you can say, we're so sorry this happened, blah, blah, blah. Can you give us a call back and our management would be happy to speak with you. They're probably not going to call back. Yeah. But to anybody reviewing your profile, it shows exactly that you took the time that you actually cared about what your reputation is.
Yeah, absolutely. And and don't get us wrong, you know, we're saying it's important to respond to those reviews, particularly if they're relatively more negative ones. But that doesn't mean that you don't respond to the positive ones as well. If you do get really good reviews or you've had great experiences with some of your customers, and they've had good experiences with you, please do respond to them. It, it, it just adds to it. Again, uh, when people are looking at reviews, they are looking for responses as well. And as somebody who's looking, uh, who might be looking for to work with your business, seeing somebody have a, a really good experience with you and then see you responding again, it just shows that extra level of care that 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 person really mattered as a as a client or, or a customer to you that you're, you're willing to continue to engage with them. Absolutely. Especially when you put a personal touch on there, there's nothing better than when you see someone leave a really great review. If you're at a hair salon and they reply back and say, you know, we're so happy. Like you loved it. That color looked great on you, Caleb, like exactly. put in that personal touch and it can yeah. go such a long way. Right. Because now all of a sudden you feel like, wow, these people actually remember who their clients are. They remember they care. And yeah, it, uh, totally. it speaks really well for you. Yeah, I agree. Are you a little unsure about how your website and marketing are performing? Well, we have a special offer for our podcast listeners. All you have to do is visit our website, webroi.ca, and fill out the contact form on our website. You'll need to mention this podcast in the comments of the form, and in return, you'll get a free website analysis. So we will actually take a look at your website, make some recommendations, and be able to help you set up an incredible marketing strategy for you and your business. It's entirely free and there's no pressure or commitments. So don't delay, check it out, send us a form, let us know that you're interested and we'll get started right away. We also have the feature of a Q&A. So people can actually ask questions to you or to the public. I think anybody can actually respond to them. Correct, um, yeah. And so we highly recommend that you don't leave your questions unanswered. And better yet, if you have questions you want people to know, ask yourself those questions. Exactly. You can put your own questions and answers in there. And it's like creating this little micro FAQ on your Google business profile. Super helpful. It helps people find those kind of, again, an FAQ, those frequently asked questions. If you know the questions that your uh, customers and your clients are asking, put that question right up there and give them the answer up front. Again, kind of reducing the amount of work they have to do. Now, I don't have to search, do you actually do you know, plumbing as well as HVAC? I know that you do both because that's one of the questions that's, that you've answered, that you, know, you can service hot water tanks and a furnace um, or something along the lines of that. But ensuring that, again, making that information as easy for your potential customers to find is just going to help uh, close that sales gap a little bit. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um... I guess we should should give a little caveat here that we're really just scratching the surface of all the things that can and should be done to a, a Google business profile. There's full optimizations that can be done. And, and again, as Denise mentioned, we could just go on for hours about all the things that should be done. Um, but these are just some, some pretty good starting points. There's some, some key points that will help you uh, get a good foothold on, on your Google business profile, understand it a little bit better, and then obviously use it to help your business. Um, but there is a lot more that can be done and we may go into more detail in it. Or as we always say, you know, reach out to us. We'd be more than happy to talk to you about it, to, to discuss what other things can be done and, and how to actually use your Google My Business, or sorry, your Google Business Profile uh, mm -hmm. to the best of its ability. Yeah, and I want to add that um, as with any sort of content you're putting out there, especially in this case, there is an opportunity to add those keywords that you would want to highlight. So there is a product and service section where you can start to list the services that you offer. And this is a really good opportunity to put some of those keywords in there. We'll never uh, encourage keyword stuffing or just filling everything yep. with, you know, furnace repair in there, but making sure you fully list out all of your products and services, it will help when people are searching for those if you have those listed within your profile. And the other thing I want to kind of touch on, because this is something we get asked all the time, is how do you have your profile show up higher, right? If you have 
so much competition. If you have, you know, if you're looking at restaurants and there's tons of restaurants in your area, what determines the order or the rank of where these profiles show? So, and unfortunately there is no one answer. There is a lot of different factors in there. And so we can always just give the best tips to help your profile show up. But something Google has really focused on in their last, I think it was the end of 2021, they had an update come out and it's based on a huge emphasis is based on proximity. So cut yourself some slack too, when you know, you're doing everything right, because a lot of search results are going to be shown to depending where the user is. And so if you're looking for restaurants near me, typically they're going to also show results based on the proximity to you. But what can you do to help? What, what can we do to help, you know, make sure anything works in your favor? Reviews? Yep. Definitely reviews. A big one. Yep. So as many reviews as you can get. And what are some ways that we can help people get more reviews? Or like, what are some easy things that you can do to help encourage you get more reviews? Yes. I mean, we have a number of strategies with our own clients um, that we do. And so they're, they're some of the most basic things, like just as soon as you close a sale or you've completed a service, the, the easiest thing is ask for a review. Like first off, just say, hey, you know, I'm glad that you that you had a great time and that you, you appreciated the service we did. Do you mind just leaving us a review on Google? If you want to go a step further and make it even easier for that person to leave a review, you can do things like uh, your Google business profile has a link uh, within its profile itself that you can go to and directly leave a review for them. So what we'll do is we'll make QR codes out of those links, uh, give them to our clients. They can add them to invoices so somebody can just scan it with their phone and leave a review immediately. Uh, we'll give them shortened links or, or really any way to make it easier for that user to just jump on, type up a quick review and send it off. Um, the easier you can make it for them, the better. Of course, the more detail they put into the review, the better. That's that's kind of what we're going for. Um, but getting that review and you know getting over that that hump of being worried about asking for a review or that, that kind of awkward sensation of, hey, do you mind leaving us a review? I hope I hope you enjoy the service. Uh, but once you kind of get over that, it's people are actually willing to, to help out and to write a review, particularly when they've had that really good service. Yeah. And, you know, if you have a point of sale or if you are a retail store, leave a QR code yeah. sign right at the cash, right? If someone had a really good experience in your store and the QR code's right there, when you're checking them out, you can just ask them, hey, while I check you out, do you mind leaving us a Google review if you enjoyed your time today? Um, if you're a service-based business, if you're an HVAC business, we have, I know some companies that will um, provide incentives to their techs yeah. if people leave a review with the text name in there. Yeah. So you cannot, Google will not, um, allow you to pay for reviews. So you cannot, you know, leave us a review and we'll send you something mm -hmm. that's technically not allowed, but you could always incentivize your staff to say, Hey, if you get a Google review with your name in it, we'll give you a chance center a draw or X, whatever it may be, yeah. uh, Tim Hortons gift card or whatever. Um, and then that encourages them to one, make sure they're asking for those reviews and to also make sure that they're providing the best service, right? That's because right. that's what you care about. You want to make sure everyone is serviced really well and that the more people know about it. Yeah. The other point that we haven't really talked about, and this can also really help increase your Google business profile ranking is posts. Yes. So um, I'm glad that you brought this up because a lot of people don't consider it this way, but I've been considering it this way for a couple of years is I like to think of a Google business profile, especially that posting section, almost like a social media. Because you, you, can, you can add in text, like just messages and text. You can add in photos. You can add in links. And it's a really good way to display your information just right there. And in reality, the reach that you're going to get from posting on your Google My Business is actually significantly higher in general than you're going to get on social media. And the reason for that is people kind of just 
happen upon your Google My Business. They might be searching something and it shows up on the side. They may not even be looking for you, but as they're scrolling past it, if they see a nice, beautiful image with some text over it or something that really catches their eye in that post section, they're going to be like, oh, and that's something they're looking at you. They're looking at your branding all over again. And similar to Denise's earlier point, using keywords within those posts as well do help. Also, Google is seeing what you're posting and posting regularly, consistently, beautiful images, um, enticing content and uh, calls to action to encourage people to take an action beyond just looking at the post. All those, those kind of foundational basics of social media really apply here, which is why I like to kind of think of them as, as pretty similar. No, I loved all of that. Like Google loves actually activity. So if yeah. you are constantly updating and posting new things and not constantly, I mean, you don't have to do this every day, yeah. but you know, if you're frequently adding to your profile and posting these kind of posts, yes, the outreach you'll get is great. But then also Google, like your profile shows it's active in the same yeah. way. If you're getting reviews, tons of reviews, right. That's showing activity on your profile. And that's yeah. the stuff that Google loves. So while you, you know, have proximity in your favor or not, you can also do these things to also help, um, to rank that higher. That's great. Oh, like that's a good start. I think so. I agree. So if you do not already have your Google business profile claimed, step one is just please go do that. Uh, if you have any questions or help reach out to us or, you know, uh, leave comments on this podcast, but we're happy to provide more guidance or provide some sort of screen shares, but it's pretty straightforward. Google your name, hit claim my listing and follow the steps from there. And then just go section by section and make sure you have everything built out to the best you can. That's right. Well, thank you all again for listening. We appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us. And uh, we look forward to hanging out with you guys again soon. Thank you. I'll talk soon. Do you need help with your digital marketing for your business? Contact the experts at WebROI and get ahead of your competition. Visit our website at webroi.ca or give us a call at one 877 webroi Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you can get notified every time a new episode drops.